Greetings and welcome to Association Rockstars, where we get to connect, learn together with some of the amazing leaders of the association industry today. I'm your host, Lowell Applebaum, the CEO of Vistacova, and it's my pleasure to have with me not one, not two, not three, but four rock stars uh, today for a very special uh, episode, if you will, of our podcast. Uh, we're going to go around and do introductions, but what you have with us today are some of the leaders in our community that have started Association Latinos and are also individual leaders in their own right. And so we'd love to hear who each of you are. Uh, we'll just go around if you want to give us a brief introduction. And then we always at the top of the show like to hear uh, what is a skill set we call it a superpower that you have, right? What's one place that you shine that you think has been helpful along your own career, your own path? And so we can maybe come up with superhero names afterwards, but we can at least start with what the superpowers are that you bring. And so I'll just go by who's next to me. Uh, Jay, do you want to go first? Sure. I'm Jay Cariño. I am the VP of Membership Services at the American Osteopathic Association. Um, and I don't consider myself having a superpower, but I've been told that I have a, a way with people in humanizing our operations and thinking and for thinking what's yet to come. So having the superpower of foreshadowing the future of how to what we can be doing today that's going to have a greater impact for the future. Well, that's that sounds like a great one to me. I love it. Norma. Hi, everyone. My name is Norma Castejon, and I'm a senior technology consultant for Delcor Technology Solutions. Uh, and if you would ask me for a superpower, I think um, personally, probably would be my, um, I try to be very authentic. So I think people um, know, like, I don't really have a hidden agenda, but I try to build relationships in that way, um, especially with you know, when you're in IT, right, you have to build those relationships and, and know that you're authentic, you're being authentic and trying to help them out, you know, with the different departments within an organization and now as a consultant with the different clients. So that's what I would say. Perfect. Thank you. Jose. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Jose Segarra. I am a strategic director and a senior account executive at Bostrom. And uh, I serve as an executive director for a couple of clients there. And uh, <clears throat> in terms of my superpower, I, um, I always say that it's my introversion and my ability to listen and pay attention to others so that I can improve uh, things, making sure that we have a good collaboration and point things out in terms of uh, uh, growth uh, with, with the relationships that I have around me, so. Excellent, thank you. Josie. Hi everyone, I'm Josie Hernandez. I'm an account executive with Bostrom. And um, my superpower I believe is creating momentum. I have a background in sales. And so I approach um, events, activities, whatever it may be, kind of like a one day sale. And you just have to take action and create activity around something, create that, that momentum to get it going and make it happen. So I, I think that's something uh, that really um, invigorates me and excites me, and I think really makes things happen, move forward. Thank you. And Carlos. Hi, Lowell. My name is Carlos, uh, Carlos Cardenas. I'm the Director of IT for the National Board of Certification and Recertification for Nurse Anesthetists. Pretty long. Um, kind of odd to think about, you know, having a superpower. I think everybody has their own strength and their own superpower. For me, I think it's uh, imagination and creativity, kind of, I think both of those go hand in hand. 
So just to, to, to see an opportunity, realize it and think through how I can create something to underscore that or, or you know, have it come to fruition. Um, I think I'm decent in that. Um, you know, I think it, it works to, to our advantage, to my advantage. Um, and I'm happy to, you know, contribute that creativity to Association Latinos. Yeah, well, I'll say that uh, all all to, all together. I'm not sure if this is the Marvel universe or the DC universe, but <laughs> there's some nice mix there of superpowers in terms of a team that clearly has come together. Uh, you know, we love to hear narratives of leadership need and leadership fulfilled uh, within our community, and so I'd, I'd love to hear from any of you as you think about your own journeys, if you will, uh, within the nonprofit realm, within the association realm. Uh, where have you found uh, opportunities that you've been able to grow, right? Like where ha what has been part of your leadership journey that has been a meaningful experience? I can touch on that first um, and maybe hand it off to a couple others. But, yeah. you know, for me, coming into associations, I'm really in the credentialing world. And so association closely associations closely mirror that. But I think the opportunities come in terms of my leadership journey, um, there are volunteer opportunities, right? And so being able to kind of raise your hand and contribute to, um, you know, advisory groups, um, you know, session planning, um, you know, session review, I think all of those gives an opportunity um, to, to strengthen your leadership. You get to absorb kind of other people's perspective, um, you learn, um, and I think that makes you a, a better leader, better leader, and you can take that back to your organization as well. Excellent. Anybody else have thoughts? I'll go ahead and jump in a little bit on this question. I think um, in one of the things, one aspect, it's not just maybe a space where you have the opportunity to grow, but it's also taking ownership of the role that you have. Um, being in association, starting out in a coordinator position, it was a career change for me, right? And I was in the same position, but grew that position over the seven-year period that I was there. And I really believe that was because I took ownership of what I was doing and then advocated for myself. So that's one aspect of also maybe you aren't necessarily in a space, but you have to also want to create that for yourself and um, develop the work that you're doing, take ownership of it, make it your own, and then share that with other people. Um, so I think that's important. That's the advocating part because you may not always have people kind of looking out for you. So you have to speak up and share what you've done. And then the second part, I just wanna say, really for me, leadership has really, I've had great opportunities through the Association Latinos community. So to echo what Carlos said, get involved, getting involved um, and being a part of something really gives you that opportunity to grow. I love the, uh, the confidence and the almost executive presence you're talking about that you had as you're thinking about like advocating for yourself. Uh, I'd love to hear, uh, especially for the Association of Latinos community. I mean, that's something that uh, some people are lucky enough to discover, but others need to be mentored or like help. Like, how do you gain that, grow that, learn that? Uh, is that? Is there a network of support or where do you see it in terms of supporting one another that you think that's something that uh, you hope that you see grown within the community? I think that's partly what Association of Latinos is trying to do um, because we, we do need mentors and we also need to mentor each other. Um, I have to say that all my four colleagues here, I consider 
friends and mentors. I learn a lot from them every day. Um, <clears throat> and that's, that's also what we need to make sure we establish for others, because not everybody has that same opportunity. Um, you know, I didn't know uh, what I didn't know before until somebody said, you know, um, way back when, when I was at the American Hospital Association, somebody said, hey, do you want to participate in this panel or do you want to uh, do uh, this presentation or whatever it may, or this project, whatever it was, but somebody took the time to teach me and um, that's how I ended up loving what I do, um, it, it, you know, doing association management. So I think um, we all need to make sure that as we receive those uh, opportunities that we pass those things along. And, and, you know, we may find them within, like, luckily, I found it within my own supervisor, right, who kind of took me under their wing and opened me to the world of associations, because, you know, you stumbled into this career, and then someone takes you under their wing and, you know, introduces you to Association Forum and ASAE. Um, so then keeping that in mind, like, I always keep that in mind, you know, to Jose's point of what we're trying to build with Association Latinos, like, someone did that for us. You know, we've had the opportunities that we've had. We've, you know, we've grown um, from a leadership perspective, from a networking perspective, from getting to know people. And it's, you know, our job to do that for others, right? To open up yeah. those doors for others and give them those opportunities, whether it's through you or whether it's through someone else, right? Connect them with the, you know, with those people that maybe that help them. Well, I love within there, there's, uh, we may have fallen into this profession by accident but the five of you have been intentional in forming a specific community, right? So that perhaps the accidental uh, falling into the profession doesn't leave you in a sea without knowing where to go. Uh, as you think about the journey of forming a community of, of need, of purpose, of potential, uh, anything you would reflect about what this journey has been like of bringing this community together, about its inception, about its reason, uh, that you think would be a great leadership lesson for us? I could jump in on that as uh, an individual that just fell into this um, career as well, like you've mentioned, um, it was really hard to really feel comfortable and feeling underrepresented, not seeing other people that look like myself um, and finding those allies that would help provide those resources and those skills to help feel more confident um, in what your capabilities are. And I think that's um, the gap that we've identified um, and what results in the creation of Association of Latinos. We want to be able to bring those type of resources to others. Um, they may be feeling the same hardships or struggles um, through their careers. So our goal is to be that resource to help them along. And instead of fumbling through years of finding those resources that's going to help uplift them, create that awareness, we want to minimize that gap but, uh, as well create the space where individuals um, have a, a, a safe space that they can share, communicate with each other, but also creating that platform that we can help elevate them um, and showcase them and feature them so that they feel comfortable to continue to grow within their careers and hopefully change the landscape that we start seeing more Latinos represented within the association space. And Lola, I know you asked at first, like our individual, um, superpowers but i think as a collection as a collective our superpower is that we are connectors and we are doers so 
um, one of the things that uh, brought us together, actually, I always like to say that this is Norma's fault uh, <laughs> because she's the one that put us all together, right? She was the one that yeah. knew all of us. Um, I didn't know Jane, um, Josie, or Carlos, and it ended up being, you know, this amazing group that we decided, well, we don't want to, we don't want to leave this behind after we present once. Let's keep doing this and and push things forward. Um, at first, because we, like, I didn't know any other um, Latino leaders, and we were like, we need to stay in touch with each other. Um, but now that same opportunity that we saw with each other, we're like, okay, let's let's put it to use to others. So we're, uh, I would say we're pretty good at connecting people and elevating people, making sure that we do things that are needed for the community. I think, I think that's one of the key pieces of, of value of associations, right, is the ability to connect and make new relationships and hopefully support and elevate one another. Uh, as you think about the future of Association Latinos, right, you think about what you're building towards, what what gets you excited about its potential? Like, where, where do you hope that it goes? You know, uh, I'll throw out some statistics of where we want it to go and why, why we want it to go, right? Like, you know, I'm, I don't know if people have heard, but like we make up 18% of the US population, right? And from an economy point of view, we are the fifth largest in the world, right? When you compare it across other countries, right? The Latino population, US population, right? Um, we are the youngest um, population at 30 years old is our median age versus 40 years for every other um, ethnicity. So this is why we're doing what we're doing, right? Because the association space needs the people that are coming up and filling these roles, not even from, not only from a job perspective, but from a membership perspective, like this is a big population that we need to pay attention to. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I think, you know, of the why we want to do it and, you know, where we want to see that in the future. Excellent. Anyone else said anything? I know. <laughs> yeah, we had a conversation beforehand. We're like, let's 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 leave little pauses to see who bumps in. So I'm trying to do that in between. You know, as you think about the greater association landscape right now, uh, and I'm welcome individual responses, not only sort of the collective. What are some key challenges you see that you think associations will be facing in the coming years? And what do you any anything that's on top of your mind for that? Uh, and how do you think they'd be best fit to hopefully overcome those challenges? Oh, I'd like to share something, you know, and I don't know that, well, I think it's a challenge. It's an interesting challenge perhaps for um, uh, associations who aren't yet developing ERG programs or diversity programs. There is a large growth in other organizations, people getting together and doing what we've done at Association Latinos. There are some very powerful associations being built around identity um, and likely because there's a lack of opportunity within the mainstream space. So personally, I think that's a challenge that people really need to, you know, um, to Norma's point, you know, why this contingent of the US matters, you know, why we yeah. need to be integrated into um, one, our leadership organizations as association professionals, but further than that, um, within the association space, 
because the economy is growing, we're impacting that economy. So if associations don't identify a need to market, you know, to the Latino market, we are already doing this on our own. We're seeing that growth by leaps and bounds. So for me personally, I think some people are sleeping on it and it may get to a point where um, people will begin to act on their own and you may have missed the opportunity, I feel. You know, the, the journey to becoming a leader uh, has lots of stops along the way. You talked about supporting one another. Uh, do any of you have an example of a mentor that you've had in your life that's been meaningful uh, and want to make any comments about the frame of mentorship as you think about the path that either you've built or that you're building as a collective? I don't, um, I don't have specific formal mentor relationships. Um, I do consider a bunch of people depending on their superpower, if you will, uh, mentors in a specific area. Um, wow. People that I go to that I consider my friends, um, I don't necessarily consider or give them the title of mentor, but that's essentially what they are. Um, and I think that's, um, that to me is important because I don't, I want different perspectives and I wanna make sure that um, if I go to someone for a need or for counsel, you know, they'll give me their perspective, but I'll also be able to see, okay, so this person is really more in tune with this area. So I'll go to that. Yeah. Um, mentorship, definitely. Um, it's something that is needed as a leader. Um, you need mentors and you need to mentor others. Uh, it's not like you can be a mentor and then stay like that. <laughs> I'm saying I'll say like that, uh, the opposite, like uh, be a uh, mentored and then not give it back. So that's, that's the important piece for you to learn and then be able to pass that knowledge on. I can give a shout out to, sorry, I was going to say, I have three people that I can't like choose one over the other that I, I consider myself um, have been impactful in every opportunity that I've been given, every leadership um, from a volunteer perspective, but from a career perspective, like as I've you know moved on to different organizations, and that would be um, Michelle Mason, uh, uh, Kimberly Mosley, and um, Christy Tarantino, and they're all very powerful leaders um, who, you know, were CEOs and presidents, are CEOs and presidents of associations and who have different perspectives and um, helped me along the way these last um, eight years or so. Very good. Just well, real quick, um, Lo, I'll say that. Yeah. I've had a few formal mentors, but um, I think to Jose's point, um, you know, you really look at maybe gaps in your own leadership um, and you find bits and pieces from other leaders. And so I'm privileged to be a part of ASAE's DELT program. And so there's a proliferation of mentors in that particular group. Um, so again, it doesn't have to be formal, but I think as long as you're learning and growing, uh, you could look at that as a, some sort of mentorship relationship. And I'd also like to add for those people watching maybe who haven't had or feel they've had an opportunity to have a mentor, because I do think that's common perhaps um, as well, you know, what I've done in those spaces is I learned from watching others that for me has been invaluable, whether it's my 
um, CEO, my president, my director, people that I see, I learn how they lead. I've learned by watching them. I've learned that. And that to me has really been invaluable, um, has really taught me when I haven't necessarily had an opportunity to have a mentor directly. Yeah, I also echoes um, Jose's perspective in having individuals that you reach out to as a resource that don't have to be tr a traditional mentor type of relationship, but those individuals that have great skill sets in an area that you want to grow and being vulnerable and reaching out and asking for that need when you feel that you have a bit of a shortcoming and being vulnerable and asking that question for them to help you to grow and succeed in those skill sets that you want to grow. You know, I love that within the frame of your answers, we hear sort of a few different models of mentorship within there. You hear the the formal ones in Delp, you hear the personal connection relationship ones. Norma, we heard, I mean, the first ones, Jose, yours were almost uh, informal and bilateral, right, of mutual learning and support. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that uh, each of them are applicable and uh, interesting to think about the different frames. We did receive a question uh, about uh, one of our listeners here wanting to know about what was the the moment of decision or the tipping point that uh, clearly there's always been a, a need to have a community such as Association Latinos and sort of the why now, like what what brought you together at this moment that you saw that this was uh, a moment of opportunity or, or a moment of potential strength to to form this group? Why, why this moment? Well, I mean, I think um, if I'll jump in and say that this started off with a conversation that I was having with Michelle Mason about, you know, where, you know, where do I go next? What do I, you know, what am I looking for? You know, what do we need? And I said, I do not like in the Chicagoland area. Um, I'm like, I, I don't know any Latino leaders in the C-suite level, right? Like, and, you know, and then you look at like a survey that Association Forum did maybe five years ago and only like 2% of the respondents said that they were Latinos. That is a very small number, right? And so then that's when she proposed the opportunity to have the conversation circle where we brought the five of us together, right? And that conversation um, went very well. It, um, it energized us, I would say, right? And, uh, you know, if you talk to Carlos, he's like, he, you know, we were talking about creating that LinkedIn group that he went and created and we're like, we need to keep moving forward, right? Because we, we were so excited about the conversation that we had. We were so excited about um, educating people, but also just knowing that we wanted to keep moving forward with the message that we have and what we wanted to do. Um, so that was like kind of like the starting point. And then we just continued from that point forward. And I would also add, go ahead. What was that? Oh, I would also add that maybe if you, if you want to look at what the tipping point, I think one of the things was in the study, uh, the conversation circle we were doing was based on our perspectives on the study um, that um, had been completed. And one of those was saying, you know, that people were looking for, for diverse talent, but they couldn't find it. And you have five people here that are full of talent. You know, we may not want to say it, but we are. Erin, maybe we weren't ready to be in that C-suite position two years ago in that day, uh, but we were ready to be developed. And where was the pipeline? And so I think we really wanted to stand up and say, here we are. We wanted to create a platform to say, uh, let me showcase who you are, my fellow Latino leader, right? 
And how can we help each other and how can we mentor each other to create that pipeline so that we are ready when those opportunities arise? And if people say that they can't find the talent, here we are, you can find us here. And I think that really was kind of also part of that impetus. Yeah, I was gonna say that after you know we started the um, LinkedIn group, we continue to grow and we get forwarding that little group to everyone, making sure that um, people knew about it and uh, it, it just snowballed from there. Um, so we have, what is it, 750? We're uh, close to a thousand. <laughs> oh, we're close to a thousand. <laughs> That's where we are. And we'll uh, continue to grow from yeah. there. Yeah. So that was two years ago. And in, mm-hmm. you know, in two years, we're close to a thousand people. So um, Obviously, we were meeting a need, and uh, to me, that's that's that was reason enough to say we need to um, come together and and get to uh, be a, a nonprofit. As you think to the future, uh, you know, the answer we can't find talent that are Latinos is a, a really good reason to like start and say here here we are. Have you seen progress over the past two years or what progress do you hope to see in the coming years because of the group and you're close to it soon to be much more than the, thou- the thousands that will be part of the group to come i, I think we are starting we are starting to see progress and, and 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 the way that we're kind of seeing that or observing that progress is people are reaching out to us people are amalgamizing right and so um you know people are coming together coalescing and saying you know, hey, what are we like what you guys are doing? We want to learn more. Uh, what are those types of opportunities? And they're looking to us as mentors, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, what opportunities, what information can we share in our, you know, professional or leadership um, journey thus far to help them out? Could be managers, could be people, you know, just like us stumbling upon associations and wanting to, to learn how to navigate the association landscape and, and you know, climb up to a manager or director. And so we see ourselves as, as a resource uh, for that. And so, you know, what does the future hold? Uh, you know, we hope to look back in a few years and, and look at this community, vibrant community, you know, of association Latino leaders, um, allies and partners as well. And so all kind of moving in the same direction, thriving and being represented. I love that. So I know that uh, we've, I'm a little past the usual time, but there's been just so many questions. Uh, if first, I wanted to say thank you. Uh, the it's not a small thing to form a community, much less an organization, uh, and clearly raising the profile, the potential, the leadership, and the wisdom uh, that you all bring, as well as our colleagues, uh, is a aid and a help to our our community that should be more aware and hopefully takes note and participates. And so I, w- I want to end with that question. Uh, as you think about the future for Association Latinos, if people do want to help or support or become involved, uh, what what requests, suggestions, or messages do you have uh, in terms of how they you know help support the effort the five of you are putting on? Carlos is really good at answering that question. Yes. <laughs> we always Carlos. Uh, Carlos, it seems that you've Carlos. <laughs> well, I think you know the first thing you can do is um, you know go to our LinkedIn page, uh, Association Latinos, and follow us there. Uh, we also have a micro page called Call to Action, 
on associationlatinos.org. So go there, sign up for our newsletter. We also have a volunteer page. Um, reach out to us. Let's start that conversation. Ask how you can get involved. Uh, you know, there's some hard work and challenges ahead of us. Um, and, you know, we're no stranger to that. So we've done that for the past couple of years and we expect the same thing, but we want to lean on, you know, the community more over the next, uh, I'll say in the foreseeable future. Uh, you can go far, um, fast. Um, I'll say you can go fast alone, but you can go further together. So again, we can't just do it alone. We want to, uh, you know, increase the number of people that we help, um, whether that's partnership or sponsorship or, you know, being a mentor. Um, so, so join us. I'll say that in closing. Anybody else want to add anything? No, I think that's perfect. You always have it. You always cover it very well. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll say, you know, it's always a, it's a pleasure on this platform that usually I get to be honored by interacting with a, a leader, or a rock star. Uh, but it's been uh, really special to have five leaders and rock stars on. And not just that, ones that have started a community that to intentionally grow others. Uh, and I, I hope others learn from your example, support the effort. Uh, but also recognize and realize that it's only through these types of efforts that we'll become better as a profession and as a community. So thank you to all five of you. Thank, thank you, Norma. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Josie. Thank you, Carlos. That was Justin Brady Bunch, Box Order. <laughs> Equal thanks. All right. Thank all right. you for the opportunity. For us and the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. One, thanks. one final comment, though, if I can. Carlos. So I'll say that associations is full of rock stars. And so you know, I'll say to the community, how can we help you find your superpower? So reach out to us and join us. I like that question. Oh, Association of Rockstars listening in, we do have a, a quarterly newsletter that goes out. So we're going to use Carlos's question in it and direct the answers back uh, to him and to the group here uh, so that hopefully we can help facilitate that dialogue as well. Thank you to Amy who's been monitoring the Facebook. Uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in. Uh, we know that this was an important and critical conversation, and we look forward to our next one as well. Until then, Association Rockdown.